Hey, did you hear about this? A file-sharing website, Mega Upload, is suing a major label, Universal Music. It all started when uh, Mega Upload posted this ridiculous star-studded music video featuring Kanye West, P. Diddy, Lil Jon, Will I Am, Alicia Keys, The Game, Mary J. Blige, Kim Kardashian. She's not an artist. Um, oh, Russell Simmons is in there. All of these artists endorsing Mega Upload. We'll take a listen to it in just a second. Uh, but after it was posted, Universal Music sent a DMCA takedown claiming that it violated their copyright. Mega Upload apparently shelled out $3 million and got contracts from all of these artists to make sure that that kind of thing wouldn't happen. I'm just going to play a little snippet and we'll be back to help us understand what the hell is going on when a file sharing website is suing a major label. Uh, Casey Ray Hunter from the Future of Music Coalition will be joining. So uh, we'll be back with that in just a second and lots of music coming up here on Gray Area Podcast from WFMU and the Free Music Archive. Here's that mega song thing. That's the mega upload song right there, uh, and joining me to make sense of all the all the hoopla going on around this mega upload song is Casey Ray Hunter from the Future of Music Coalition. Casey, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning to you. Thank thank you so much for joining. Uh, My pleasure. Early this morning, it's it's a it's a big day. <laughs> um, it's always a big day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you that this is uh, the first time I've ever heard that song because. I have people listen to music for me um, to protect me from uh, from sounds like that, <laughs> and uh, they they advise me not to to listen to it. But um, now that I've heard it over the phone, I get the general sense of um, you know where they're going with it. I mean, it's it's really an awful song. 
It's like it's not it's not a song. It's a it's a jingle. It's a commercial, and and uh, it was revealed that Mega Upload actually shelled out three million dollars um, for all of the artists who appear in this video. You know, Kanye West, Alicia Keys, uh, Lil Jon, The Game, um, and and yeah, now now they're uh, now they are suing Universal um, because when this video was released on Friday. Uh, Universal sent DMCA takedown notices to YouTube, claiming that Correct. they. So, so what? What exactly is that? I mean, when, for for people who don't don't know what a DMCA takedown well, is. <clears throat> DMCA uh, takedowns are provision in uh, U.S. copyright law. DMCA stands for the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which was a fairly significant upgrade to the existing 1976 Copyright Act, and essentially it attempted to strike a balance between. Uh, you know, all of the useful and interesting platforms that were just being developed online, like your YouTubes and uh, so on and so forth, and also, you know, protection for rights holders if their, uh, you know, uh, copyrighted material was being infringed. Essentially, the way it works, and this is a very, uh, you know, basic, possibly oversimplification, is if a rights holder uh, uh, discovers that something is infringing, they send a notice and takedown request to the uh, service provider, could be a search engine, could be a platform like YouTube, who are required to, uh, upon notice, expeditiously take it down. Um, you know, the, the balance has been, uh, you know, the balance has been celebrated by some, condemned by others. Um, you know, having a conversation about that could take the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, um, the, I, guess, I guess the question is, you know, if... if Universal sending a takedown for something that they don't actually own, like Mega Uploads saying that they got contracts from every single artist in this video to, you know, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, well, this case is is kind of tricky, and it I, I don't know if I can characterize outright that uh, Mega Upload had all of the rights necessary. In fact, there's been a little bit of um, you know reports in the press uh, about Will I Am actually sending a takedown request as well. It could be a provision in his contract related to something like his brand or likeness and not necessarily yeah. his contribution. So it, it's very complicated and, and uh, not being privy to the actual individual contracts, you know, I'd have a hard time calling it either way. Well, just, but what yeah. it does illustrate is that, uh, you know, the major rights holders certainly have a tremendous amount of power, even though they, they sometimes claim otherwise, to uh, prevent, um, you know, certain uses. And what's troubling to me is if, you know, as bad as this song is, if it's legitimate artistic expression that's being silenced, then that can just show you, uh, you know, how bad it could get if um, things like the Stop Online Piracy Act, which would blow this up to an international scale, were to become law. Right, right. And, uh... Oh, God, so, so much that I, I want to talk about here <laughs> regarding this yeah. this video. Um I mean, is it possible that that an artist like Will I Am had some some kind of contract saying, like, you know, we own Universal Music owns every everything that you sure that you say. I mean, <laughs> in the in this day and age of three hundred and sixty degree uh, contracts, which basically uh, you know are the new version of of you know the old label contracts, where uh, the um, record company has you know a stake in pretty much every aspect of an artist. Um, you know, public identity or brand, so to speak. You know, one thing I wanted to bring up uh, real quick about this that I, I think isn't getting talked about too much is that 
um, you know, Mega Upload itself has been characterized as being this, you know, haven for infringement. And, you know, I'm not, I want artists to get paid. I want a legitimate digital marketplace where fans are able to get the music that they want when they want. We want to grow that legitimate marketplace. But at the end of the day, Mega Upload is just a tool. Uh, for example, I'm a musician and producer, just like everybody else on the planet. And I collaborate with artists all over the world uh, all the time, sending large studio files back and forth. Um, I also run a small record label. Artists send stuff to me using these uh, locker services or cloud services. Mm-hmm. And it would be very troubling if, you know, through United States law, uh, you know, those services somehow were not able to operate. Can they be used for infringement? Absolutely. But, you know, we uh, at Future Music Coalition are friends with tons of artists, one of them was playing in town. I'm not going to say who it was, but, you know, they were staying with, with a staff member. And the first thing that she did when she got up in the morning was send a new track to her label using one of these locker services. I don't think it was mega upload, but, you know, this just illustrates that this is how people do business in this day and age. Now, whether the owner of mega upload is some Kim Jong-il type who's sitting there with, like, you know, um, tons of cash and, and giggling maniacally, I mean, maybe that's the case. Maybe Mega Upload isn't doing enough to, you know, ensure that their site is uh, uh, being used for legitimate purposes. I don't want to get too into that, but let's, you know, let's look at services like Dropbox. Let's look at YouSendIt. Let's look at the entire universe of cloud storage uh, services that are now just coming onto the marketplace. I mean, Apple has one, for example. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it it, it just something about Mega Upload really, really bothers me that they're... uh... You know, they put all these obstacles in the way towards downloading the file, and uh, yeah, and this this guy, can't, I, I I would love to talk about him because he's he's really a, kind of a sleazy guy. Like he he's uh, a hacker, or or may, some people claim that he's just faking that he's that he was even a hacker that he right. just kind of wants to be like this controversial figure. He's um, a hacker poser. Yeah, he's a poser. <laughs> um, but you know he's been convicted for for credit card fraud and and so you know why why is he the middleman between people sending files why can't it you know people I, I guess I guess everyone can't have their own FTP server and yeah and, and that's interesting I actually have an FTP server on my website so I can do business with clients and you know collaborate with other artists and stuff like that but the funny thing is nine times out of ten they either don't really know how to use it or they think it's too slow or antiquated technology or for whatever reason they'll send it you send it or something like that um less mega upload but you know dropbox is a great example i have you know i use dropbox all the time and upload project files and stuff like that uh and i happily pay for the service if i need the extra space now can those locker services be used to infringe absolutely but cars can be used to run people over mm-hmm. you know you don't ban cars yeah yeah and I, I also noticed, you know, I, I have come across links to download uh, stuff that I don't think that artists wanted to share through Mega Upload in, in the past, but they've cleaned, up, they've cleaned up their act. It's like, like uh, I went to one of those sites where you can just search Mega Upload for, mm-hmm. you know, the Beatles, Rolling Stones, and, and it mm-hmm. came up with all these links, but none of them were active anymore. So they seem to actually right. be policing you know, in which case that shows to, that the uh, Digital Millennium Copyright Act notice and takedown is working just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it depends on who you ask. Uh, you know, obviously a smaller operator like a <clears throat> individual artist or, or a uh, independent record label would have a harder time playing whack-a-mole across the Internet looking for uh, infringing files. 
But, you know, to a large degree, the big players who are always trying to get more control over the marketplace and lock it down, I'm talking about the major motion picture studios and the major labels, they've automated this process. They send notice and takedowns like, you know, they're you know, going to the laundromat. Um, and that's why these, these uh, you know, files that these links don't exist. And under law, uh, a site or a service that is, a, you know, um, that is providing a, a, a platform like a, you know, file not sharing, but a locker service, they're obligated to, to, to remove the infringing material upon notice. And I think that's a good thing. And I think that, um, you know, it's been working really well because it's, uh, you know, in terms of actually allowing future innovations. Now, the real worry is right now, today, in the House of Representatives, mm -hmm. um, there's a vote on this, this proposed bill called the Stop Online Piracy Act. Perfectly well-intentioned, it's meant to, to uh, eliminate the ability for uh, foreign websites to profit off of U.S. intellectual property. Unfortunately, the way it was written, or previously the, the way it was written when it was introduced, the language was so broad that it could have included social networks like Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr, and all of these platforms that musicians use every single day to make direct contact with their fans, to promote themselves. And... That's why we have to be very, very careful when we're talking about public policy around the Internet and creative expression, because there's First Amendment concerns, you know, there's commercial concerns, there's the fact that it could chill innovation that would be useful in this developing marketplace that hasn't even arrived yet. So, you know, just a recognition that the marketplace is evolving and that creators are kind of participating in it, participating in it in this way is absolutely important for policymakers to understand. And to tell you the truth, is the reason that Future Music Coalition has been doing the work that we do for the last 11 years. Yeah, and doing, doing, doing really great, important work, and uh, you know, helping spread the word about how you can you can call Congress and let them know because they are uh, they're voting today, right? Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. Um, uh, uh, AmericanCensorship.org, I believe, is a website that makes it very, very easy for folks to plug in. Uh, we have informational material on our website. Again, I, I don't want to say that, um, you know, if it is absolutely necessary to have something like this to bring relief to rights holders, there's probably a way to do it that won't, you know, damage the underlying structure of the Internet or some, or cripple uh, an absolutely essential marketplace for creators. And I'd like to think that at some point we'll, we'll figure out a way to do that. Uh, I think there's growing consensus around... Um, Folks, uh, you know, U.S. rights holders being able to, through, uh, you know, it, you have to have due process, very important, but to get the credit card payment uh, processors, and the, you know, like Visa, MasterCard, so on and so forth, to stop dealing with these sites when they meet the test of, you know, being absolutely devoted to, you know, piracy, and also maybe st stopping serving ads on those sites. Um, you know, that might be a great way forward. It might bring actual relief. But this whole overbroad stuff, trying to you know crush the developing marketplace just to you know uh, preserve a, you know uh, an ancient business model, <laughs> is is not really very helpful for musicians who are using the internet in the way that they do day in and day out. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Casey Casey Ray Hunter from the Future of Music Coalition. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, what what is what is happening at the Future Music Coalition right now? You've you've just posted. Uh, archives from from this past fall's yeah, summit? Yeah, we did. We've got, uh, you know, every year we have this, you know, fantabulous 
convening of the brightest minds in music, technology, policy, academia, law, rock stars, senators, you know, they all come uh, to Georgetown University over a couple of days and we hash out the issues. It's called the Future of Music Policy Summit. And, um, you know, we, we try to do the best we can in, in making that material available to everyone, you know, free of charge. So all of the video is now up and you can get your wonk on at futureofmusic.org. Great, great. Well, thanks again for joining and, uh, yeah, lending us your, your very, very balanced perspective on this ridiculous mega upload <laughs> universal situation. And, and please don't play the song again. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Well, we have a lot, of, a lot, uh, mu- so much better music to play than this. <laughs> I know you right do. Now. I'm a huge <laughs> FMU fan. Well, yeah, th- thanks, thanks again, Casey, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. All right. You guys really, you really sick of this song? It's, I mean, it's like a, it's like a terrible advertisement. So let's, uh, let's fade it out. Yeah, that's Macy Gray there. Uh. Macy Gray, and apparently part of this lawsuit that Mega Uploads filing is saying that uh, Universal thought they had some artists from New Zealand in the video that they didn't get a contract from but actually it was macy gray so it's all it's all just fine anyway very exciting and super entertaining but uh yeah we've got much much better music to play this is some music that uh you know it really bugs me when i see an artist release free music through mega upload like free you know legal music and then they're they're letting mega upload the the sleazy guy cash in on it and I would much rather them use the free music archive if it's any good our uh, WFMU's curated social music website of free free legal music that wants to be shared no advertising and uh, yeah here's some tracks from that from Mexico City's Laurel Meets the Obsolete this is Waiting for the Orange Sunshine here on WFMU
WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope.
Just catch out a free 
Listening to WFMU. Sounds of Pariah Carey.
All right. You've been listening to WFMU, playing music from the Free Music Archive here, reviewing some of my favorites from the year. And uh, that's really hard to do, because there's so, so much. Right now we're hearing a brand new beat from Azura, part of the Dub Lab 70 plus track Creative Commons attribution only beat blast from their Proton Drive. Here's another another track from that. This one's from uh, Benedict. So if you need beats, uh, this is a good, good uh, resource. A lot of great artists. James Pants, Daedalus on here. Um, and this is coming out of music from Pariah Carey. From the freewheeling Cubic Zirconia. We heard a little bit of debt wreckage, and then we heard some Detroitism. Moot Wawa before that from Virginia new project we've been enjoying here in it's a project from Jason Hodges also of Amoeba Men Radio Shock Bermuda Triangles you can download that for free from the Free Music Archive Follow the link in the playlist and check out the crazy, crazy Mayan art for militant shamanism, Mayan mutations. Before that, music from Moscow's Jazz Prague Chip 8-Bit Hybrid, Tele Dofusion. The song Minako from the NetBlock Compilation Volume 32, Make Way for What Lies Ahead. heard from Univeria Zect. Everyone very excited about this release. Reissued on LP by Golden Pavilion. Are they singing in an actual language? It's it's Magma in disguise as Univeria Zect. Really incredible album, Unnameables. You can download it and grab the vinyl. Definitely one of my favorite reissues of the year. let alone free, free downloads. We have a great vinyl copy here at WFMU as well. La Barca de Sua and Un Segundo from their self-titled release group from uh, Spain. Jimmy Cousins with Bow and Arrow originally released on Colin Langinus from USA is a Monster's Mass Dist. Posted a bunch of stuff to the Free Music Archive, rare CDRs, 
Jimmy Cousins. He's a great, very talented songwriter. Check that one out. He's got two albums, actually, up on the FMA. We heard from Long, Long, Long from their album, Who the Said Family Ain't Family No More. I love the song titles on this. The song we heard, There Are Tape Machines Down There. It's the opening track. Shorthand with Certain Strangers off of Attila from Infinite Loot. Really been enjoying this. I think I played the Attila Attila track uh, Family Van last week. New music from Voyagers. Big Ritual. It's an MP3 single. And Laurel meets the obsolete starting off the set. Waiting for the orange sunshine. That's off On Welfare. Available on LP from Capture Records. And featured by Estandar. Our uh, curator from Mexico. Introducing us to so many great sounds. And a big thank you again to uh, Casey Ray Hunter from Future Music Coalition, who we heard talking about Mega Upload. Prior to that set of music, and I'm really enjoying uh, everybody's ideas for a WFMU-style mega video with lots of celebrities endorsing WFMU. What are some of the ideas here? It's up. It's up on the playlist comments at wfmu.org/slash. We'll head to the homepage. You can find the playlist for this show, even in the archives, over at playlists slash ji. I'm also going to podcast this part of the Gray Area podcast with interviews and pod safe music. And that's at wfmu.org slash playlists slash ga for Gray Area. But yeah, some of the ideas of who could appear in the WFMU mega upload video. Yeah, definitely Trademark G from Evolution Control Committee, Lulu Reed, Daniel Johnson. I don't know if Sharpling's going to want to direct it, but we can ask him. I'm not going to ask him. Definitely the Smithereens. Dude from Neubauten. Yeah, Thurston Moore, Michael Yonkers, Yoko Ono. This is a video of people endorsing WFMU, by the way. And if you haven't seen the mega upload video, don't watch it. Stay tuned to WFMU. (laughs) 